Nanchen, one of the great cities of the Empire of Qing, receive a curious visitor today. Standing out amidst the throngs, Miss Bertha Lundholm searches desperately for our contact, the Reverend Jatha Dare, who's arranged for her passage across the ocean, a voyage undertaken with a single inalterable goal in mind. Hello? Mrs. Lindholm? Yes, Reverend Dare, it's a great relief to see you. I have a feeling I would be totally lost by myself. I have that feeling too. Will you come to my house? Uh, Enid would very much love to meet you. Later. Now, if possible, I'd like to see Miss Lynn. Oh, of course, of course. You have my late brother's papers? Right here. Oh, good, good. I must say, I should very much have liked to see him again. He seemed a good man. Uh, he was in his way. Though we always fought, I believe my departure for the Orient affected him more deeply than he ever intimated. Me too, perhaps. When I heard of his poor child, I wish I could have been there for this man I'd known since my earliest boyhood, then broke with over a matter that now seems entirely trivial. You mean the machine? That heathen monstrosity. I was glad to hear in your letter that it was destroyed. The misery it brought us is nothing compared to the misery it might have brought to the poor people of this world if it had been allowed out of the basement. Ah, here we are. Wonderful. Shall I... Thank you. And you interpret? Uh, don't worry. I've taught the young lady good English and instilled in her a love of Christ. Her mind is far more receptive to Occidental manners than her poor dear sister's. Oh, good. Shahuhao. <laughs> oh. Hello, Reverend. What a pleasant surprise. And... Uh, this is the woman I told you about. The one who knew your sister. Oh, how do you do, Miss Bertha? I do well, thank you. It's a pleasure. Lin Rongdao, right? Right. Right. The pleasure's all mine. Please, please come in. I can make tea. Well, that sounds lovely, my dear. Uh, how about you, Mrs. Lundholm? Lovely indeed. I'll start right away. You, um... You really knew Shansiang? Yes, I knew her well. Briefly, but well. It was Miss Lundholm that brought us news of her unfortunate demise, and my brother's, and his remaining children's. <laughs> really, it was a miracle you emerged from that tragedy alive to tell the tale. Just lucky, really. It was a fire. The house caught fire. Yes, very unfortunate. I was the only one to make it out alive. Well, me and this Indian fellow, Lord Swami, a very wise man. I've not heard the name, but then again, I've been rather ignorant of foreign affairs in recent years. It's a good month when they can get the times in from Shanghai. Otherwise, you've got to make do with this damn Manchu rag. And all they talk about is the stink over Korea. Well, what about Miss Philomena? She and Shazang left together for America. My sister said she would follow her to the end of the world. I'm sorry to say she died also. The house collapsed on her. There was no time to do anything but save ourselves. That dratted old house. For all I know, it stood there since before Washington was born, and not gotten so much as a refurbishment in all that time. Still, God's will. No getting around it. Very true, Reverend. So, so you say the roof came down on them? Was that the last time you saw Shenzhou, or...? Oh, please, my dear. You don't have to get into all the grisly details. 
I think it's best if we leave this nasty business behind. I don't mind telling her. She has a right to know, after all. Thank you, miss. I only want to know what became of my sister. All right. Um, in fact, she got away from the fire. We ran out of the house together, but unfortunately she was already dead from the smoke in her lungs when we reached safety. Though, she did have the time to say some words before she passed on. Oh, what did she say? Uh, Reverend, would you mind at all if I spoke to Ms. Lynn alone for a moment? No, no, not at all. I suppose I'll go attend to the tea. Somebody has to, after all. I'm sorry, Reverend. Please don't be. I'm glad you have this. I have a feeling if I heard Zebedee's last words, I might admire him a great deal less. I... Please don't. What I know is all I'd like to. Leave an old man his eccentricities. Be back in a jiffy. So then... I'm afraid most of what she said I didn't understand, but there were some words she asked me in particular to repeat. I've been saying them under my breath every day since then, so I don't forget. Oh, my word. From what I've heard, the intonation is quite important. Right. They were... Wojaudaule. 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 Do I have that right? Do you understand? Yes. Yes, yes. I, I understand. Can you tell me then? What do they mean? Oh, um... It's a simple phrase. It means I found it. Of course. The machine. So it was there then? Yes, it was. And it was everything he told you it was. She told the Reverend. If she found it, she would destroy it. But I know what she wanted with it. Her and Miss Philomena too. She told you then about her plans? It was all she ever talked about. Shansang always had her dreams. When she came of age, when my year head was still very small, she wanted to be a scholar like father. But they would not permit her to take the examinations. Then Hong Su Chuan came with his army to Nanjing. He said he was Christ's brother, and his was a Taiping heavenly kingdom. In his kingdom, men and women were alike in dignity, so he let them all take the examinations. My sister came first and made a minister in his government. She always wanted to look after the people, and that was what she tried to do. Of course, it did not last long. The emperor's armies came and besieged the city. Thousands of people died, King Hong too. Afterwards, Shansang turned her thoughts inwards. As I grew, she hardly spoke to me. I could tell she felt herself a failure. I could tell she wanted nothing to do with life here anymore. When she met Miss Philomena and they booked passage to San Francisco, she seemed happier than I ever seen her. Happy to leave me behind. I'm sorry. I'm glad she found what she so desired. I hope it brought her happiness before the end of her life. Maybe, but I believe her last thoughts were of you. As she lay there dying, she told me your name. She told me how to find you, and she gave me this. I'm sure it's for you. Well, what? What's this? I've had a very good look at them. I'm quite sure they're the schematics of the machine Mantero built. The original, I think, is destroyed, but with these and with enough effort, someone could build another one. A better one. Something to bring harmony to humanity, not attract the worst of it. 
She asked you to bring this to me? To me? Really? I'm saying you're the only one she trusted to see her dream to completion. To build the paradise she believed in. Oh! Shao Shan! Now, now, what's this? Are you quite alright, my dear? Um, I'm, I'm sorry. Miss Bertha was telling me stories of my sister. I became emotional. Perfectly understandable. What are those? Oh, just, just some correspondence. She wanted her to have it. I, I would treasure them. Thank you. Of course, it's the least I could do. If you will excuse me, I'll, I'll take a moment to compose myself. Please, forgive my rudeness. Naturally. Well, be right here. I uh, can't say the same for your tea, though. Ah. <laughs> Oriental manners. Curious, eh? Oh, all the same, she is a dear young thing. I knew their father, you see. A very shrewd man. Late Miss Lynn was as well, but she had a streak of madness to her also. A dangerous combination, you'll agree. Yes, she was very ruthless. But a remarkable woman, I think. Yes, I suppose so. I'm just glad those harebrained schemes she spoke of in her youth never came to be. Can you imagine my family's machine put in service of some Asiatic rabble in defiance of Christian civilization? The very thought. I can't quite imagine it, Reverend. It seems entirely preposterous. Ah, uh, quite, uh, quite. Oh, good tea. Oolong, that's the stuff. When she felt sure the Reverend wasn't looking, Bertha permitted herself a smile. She had a feeling her dear late friend's dream had more life in it than ever before. of this epilogue to Croatoan by Fred Azaredo. This performance was directed and edited by Fred Azaredo, featuring the following performers. Molly Frost as Bertha Lundholm, Christine Yin as Nin Wong Da, Carmen Mancuso as Japheth Dare, and Daniel Benjamin Miller as the narrator. That's about all. Until next time.